Hello and welcome to another episode of Crouching Tiger Hidden Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Dave, and I am joined, as always, by Vader. How's but, it going, Vader? By me. Good. I'm the <laughs> yang to your ying. <laughs> sure. Uh, what uh, What did we take a look at this uh, for this week? Well, that's why I brought that up. Um, we're mm-hmm. looking at uh, Shadow, <laughs> or known in the in China as Ying. Yes, a um a 2018 film which just uh, made international release uh, last month. Last month, um, it is directed by everyone's favorite auteur, um, Zhang Yimou, who we've taken a look at in the past. He has done such wonderful, wonderfully colorful films as uh, House of Flying Daggers and Hero. And he took a page from his own book in <laughs> when he did this one. He just did the opposite. There is hardly any color in this movie. Is there any? I guess there's a slight skin tone. Is there's, <laughs> there's the one a, color that you... Yes. Yes, because and he... I guess deep red, maybe. Yes. Quite, there's probably quite a bit of red. Um, he filmed this as if it were a, an ink painting. Like a traditional um, Chinese ink painting. So he took that literally in the case of the, um, the costumes. Um, probably the... I would think made this maybe the coolest uh, outfits I've seen as far as, like, they're just ink blotches on... Um, semi-traditional uh uh chinese period piece costumes okay so so instead of all the full you know um bright greens and reds it's it's generally like stark white with splotches of ink on it um and everyone had a (laughs) (laughs) everyone accidentally wandered through um the the set of that uh the Jet Li film where they were fighting with the ink brushes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess I, I I must admit that I can't remember them specifically now, but I did remember, do remember thinking some of the outfits and costumes and fabrics were cool. I will give it that, but I can't specifically remember. I, that's the thing. I could because it was such monotone. It's kind of not that rememberable. Is it? Or is it because we watched the movie almost a month ago? <laughs> we watched this yeah, like it's... three weeks ago. Um, but yeah, I do, I do understand that... what you're saying. There's not, um, there's not a lot to hold this in your mind's eye. No, because I've seen movies years ago that I remember very clearly. Whereas this one, it is all just a shadow. <laughs> <laughs> in my memory like it's, yeah it, it didn't really stick out in a lot of the ways i know i can remember the the, the main points and the, the main beats of the film and the main point of the film but it, it just it yeah visually at times it was impressive but also it, nothing special because it is just the the black and white yeah i, I can see how that might work um yeah i guess case in point we watched hero quite a while ago now two over two years ago um and i do recall more specifically the the particular um colorful outfits they were wearing in that even though they were roughly the same design as these the colors were more striking 
Uh, particularly nameless. Yes. E- even nameless is his black um, garb uh, had a little bit more design to it. I feel. Mm. And there were no yes. memorable. Well, the, the, I guess the two weapons they use in this movie are are they're pretty they're pretty stand stand out on their own. Um, the blade umbrella, which. It's cool spectacle, but it didn't really make sense. Especially yeah. when the blades just suddenly got bent and it looked a bit floppy. Yeah, he's they're battling the with practical... um, uh, dandelions at that point. Well, yeah, it's ba- it was kind of like it, the director was battling with digital and and real weaponry because the digital looked really cool. But then when there was uh, the practical effects, you could see how wibbly-wobbly they were and <laughs> it would never work as a weapon. But, no, I mean, and they and they will talk about it. They do do some things that were kind of cool with them, but um, in, in general purpose, they were kind of flimsy. Mm. So taking a look at the cast list, uh, as usual, I would go through and... Um, or not as usual, but usually I would go through and pull out some notable um, actors. Everyone did a, a, a fine role. Like, I don't think anyone's acting was lacking. Um, however, the the small cast, even the, as it was, um, most of their filmographies aren't uh, martial arts related. So we'll probably kind of skip those. And we have um, we've had we have covered Zhang Yimou before. So that's kind of it <laughs> as far as the cast and crew um, are concerned. <laughs> However, it's um, a, I guess, a good mention. Um, Chao Deng is the is the the main protagonist and kind of the main antagonist. He plays a dual role in this film, and I was hard pressed to realize it was the same actor. Like he did a really good job playing two completely different roles. Oh, was it actually the same actor playing? It was the, it was the same guy. Yeah, yes. <laughs> was it? Yes. Are you sure? <laughs> it, it, yes. I'm sure he, you're right. He's, he's, I, in, he's in the movie credits as well. I watched. I, I I let the credits play, um, so I could check at the time when I was watching it. Because the whole time I've been a bit silly about it is because I like was thinking they don't actually look that much alike. How do people get confused? It's, it's the same guy. So the, <laughs> so the joke's on me because they yep. were the same guy. No, I was I was thinking the same thing. I was like, oh, they're I mean they're similar, but um due to a little bit of makeup, makeup. and just like the, the the characters he was playing were so yes. diametrically opposed to each other and the way he held himself. It's um It does impress Maybe it's it's, sim- not hard it's, to do. it's similar no, it to, hard to do. it's hard yeah. It's similar to how <laughs> were treated to like Kaiser Soze in um, Usual Suspects uh, with Kevin Spacey where he's kind of a, a lame character and then when he makes his transformation at the end it's like you wouldn't imagine those were the two of the same guys but uh, this is more, you, this is more so yeah it's also um, a completely different take on things but like Orphan Black have you seen that? Uh, I'm familiar with it. I haven't, I haven't seen it. Uh, yeah, TV series. Mm-hmm. The the main actress is phenomenal. She plays multiple characters of herself, like versions, clones mm-hmm. of herself. And 
you forget as you're watching it that it's actually the same actress and you have to keep you keep realizing oh wait this is the same person <laughs> but she does it so well that her persona is different and and that's just an amazing talent and so yeah, to for me in this film to not realize it was two it was the same actor is all credit to him and that uh, that's that's an impressive talent to, to be able to do that yeah and, and he would have been playing opposite um a stunt double or they're, I mean, they're, they're, in, they're, they're in the same scene like quite often so he would have been acting against him but it's not not himself so uh just the performance that way was just really good mm. um yes yes but on to on to our next fun thing that we normally do um the reviews Ooh, what, yeah. have we, what have we have we found a few good with... and bad <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> Um, are we gonna do that one star review that I? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Go let's ahead. do it. All right. The title's pretty bad. We apologize in advance. Uh, if Trump made a movie about ancient China, this would be it. Without reading the review out yet, I can't see how that's even a thing because I would have never taken that from it. But we'll see what this reviewer has to say. This is Buck three eight eight zero five on imdb the first of june 2019 so obviously a very recent review because it just came out the film uh this is wong on so many levels okay i think i mean to say wrong but i thought he was naming someone okay <laughs> this is wrong on so many levels it's hard to even begin to describe it but i'll give it a shot there is absolutely no sense in this movie, except that someone is trying to make it meaningful by throwing references to Ying and Yang and Tai Chi. We'll take pretty much an Eastern philosophy and throw some cocktail umbrellas <laughs> and lots of rain <laughs> and you'll have this movie in a nutshell. In fact, it's so bad that at times it's really good. I could not stop laughing at parts where it's trying to be really deep and serious and just fails so miserably with bad script, poor dialogues and shadow characters that it's a B rated movie with a huge production budget. If this is your thing, please go hard and watch it. It's worth a laugh. <laughs> Did you find yourself laughing at any point in this movie? I, I did not. <laughs> No, I can actually understand what he's saying, yeah, I, but I don't agree I, with I, it to this extent. No, it's it's a it feels like a shallow reading of the film. No, I take a lot, and we, we've had this before with a few other reviews. Uh, you, there is a lot more meaning behind it that you can take if you're more invested in the the culture behind these films. Um, I do think it. What I I do agree that it wasn't necessarily that well presented, and it did seem a little superficial. But the, it, I wasn't laughing and, and enjoying it in a weird way like that. Yeah. So I could see the the points, but I, I can't. I don't agree with it. So the yeah, so the magnitude this guy has given it, buck. But yeah, that's our one star review. All right. Yeah. What about our up to our ten star? Do we have a ten star? We, we, we have a couple, I think. Actually, we have a lot. Whoa, this is popular. Should we go for... Whoa, that's massive. <laughs> There's an essay. Which one is it? Um, 
the fifth one down, I think. Fifth or sixth one down is like an essay. It's probably about uh, uh, a 900 word essay. <laughs> is it Kus- the Kuseba? Uh, K- Kirby Lee. Kirby Lee. More than martial arts. Oh, okay. This was hidden from me because it had a spoiler warning. Uh, it's a spoiler one. All right. Do, do you want me to Should read it? it? Should we take turns? Sure. Paragraph by paragraph. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll, I'll start us off just to, just to keep things interesting. But it's good. This one's got spoilers. So obviously it'll give us a plot summary probably as well. Uh, More Than Martial Arts by Kirby Lee 70. Uh, 28th of August. Man, this is crazy. This is like real recent. This is like two well, I months mean, ago. <laughs> they're all going to be real recent because the movie just came out. <laughs> I know, I know that's obvious, but we usually don't have reviews that are this recent. I feel like we're encroaching on someone's privacy a little bit more than usual because it's reading something <laughs> that someone wrote like a few weeks ago. These people still exist. Whereas, like, oh, the, I'm like, sure the other ones do too. <laughs> it's just some of, the, some like of them were like, entity. <laughs> oh, well, it's not, you know, 15 years ago. So, yeah. Okay, so Kirby Lee, thanks for supporting our podcast. Uh, <laughs> for many, their only exposure to the films from Asia were the kung fu flicks seen on martial arts theater programs of the old Akira and Kurosawa films from the past, like The Seven Samurai. But there is more to it than that, and much of it has become readily available through companies like Arrow, who has resurrected the Yakuza films made in the past, and well, well, go is highlighting movies coming out currently one such film from well go is shadow and that film is a stunning visual feast <laughs> oh yeah sorry yeah stunning visual feast my bad <laughs> go. the story revolves around the two kingdoms of pei and yang years ago yang won the battle and took over the city of jingzhou today the general of the pei military commander ji yu has challenged the leader of Yang, Yang Kang, without the permission of the ruler of Pei, Pei Lian, and must now face the consequences. As punishment, he is stripped of his command, but allowed to live. Your turn. In truth, how do you say his name? Ji-Yu. Ji-Yu is not who he seems. In fact, his real name is Jing Zhao. Uh, Chao again, same actor. And he is a double of shadow or shadow of the real Zhi Yu. Uh, found when he is young, he's been raised to take his place should something like this happen. Zhi Yu actually faced off against Kang in the past and was mortally wounded, now ill and hiding in a cave with access to, to his home. He has been training Jing Zhao to battle Kang and win, but something is missing. Ji Yu's wife, Xiao Ai, is aware of all that's taking place and helping. While watching the two men training, she realizes the secret to defeating Kang using a different method of attack. With her help, Jing Zhao must just might just have a chance. But the film isn't simply about combat. <laughs> there, there, 
uh, chess pieces being moved on the board in high court intrigue as well. In an attempt to save face, Pailan offers his sister as a bride to Kang's son, uh, Yang Ping. Kang returns with a counteroffer that doubles as an insult, suggesting she becomes his concubine instead. This combination of combat and behind-the-scenes machinations make this film more interesting than most martial arts films, while providing enough action to keep fans interested. The maneuverings of the kings on both sides, but particularly those of Pei, show and show and his concern for show his concern for his power above all else, even at, at the expense of his sister and people. Claiming he does does so to maintain peace, his stature is truly what motivates him. On the other hand, Ji Yao wants nothing but to retake the city that was once lost and reclaim his power. Should he succeed, the odds are he would replace Pai. And what of Jing Yao? Jing Zhou? Sorry. <laughs> uh, his interests lie in trying to find his birth mother now living in Jing Zhou place. <laughs> So he's got the same name as the city, doesn't he? he? He's named after the city because that's where he was found. Dang it, it's getting confusing. Placed there by Ziyu. One thing... I said that wrong, didn't I? Ziyu didn't count on, though, was the attraction between Jing Zhao and his wife. All of these plot lines come together at the best moment to move the story forward and do so with ease. The players of all sides will face off against their hopes and fears, and in the end, those left standing will be the ones who win it all. The cinematography here is stunning. It feels like a monochromatic film with everything tinted in a blue color palette, but it works. (laughs) The constant rain in the film also adds much to the way things are shot and work out, combined with some subtle yet amazing sets in particular a battleborough platform made of the yin yang symbols is well done and adds to the story director yimo jiang is well regarded as one of the leading directors in chinese cinema today he's been nominated for best foreign film three times for judo raise the red lantern and hero and won awards at the venice and Cannes film festivals his House of Flying Daggers was highly praised, and he's even made an English-language film with The Great Wall. That starred Matt Damon and was ridiculous. Um, <laughs> this film has already been nominated for, for and won several awards, and I would be surprised if it isn't nominated come Oscar time for Best Foreign Film. Well, Well Go is releasing the film in its original language but for those inclined not to read subtitles it also has an english soundtrack to it as well that should help the film to reach a much wider audience than would usually see a film like this i hope so the movie is incredible to watch and deserves to be seen i can't recommend it highly enough Whew. that was a lot it was, but it, it gave us a good synopsis, even if it wasn't. Um, it's a little confusing, perhaps just because it relies on names and not the positions of the people. Uh, we'll, yes. we'll, we'll clear it up as we move through the film a little bit. Yeah. We'll try. 
Best <laughs> review. Any any kind of thoughts? Uh, no, it was pretty straightforward. They just seemed to really enjoy the film. Uh, what is correct about it is that the film has ha- has received um, a little bit of wider distribution because it's on it's on Netflix. Was mm-hmm. it on Netflix? I think it's on Netflix. Oh um, uh, no, we hired it, didn't we? Did did we? Maybe we rented it. Yeah, I hired it. That's why I'm gonna rewatch it. I I must have rented it. Um, also, so strike that it was not on Netflix. Uh, but um, there are, as you mentioned, a plethora of there's seven there's seven ten star reviews. Um, we don't normally see that, and that's just the ten no. star ones. Five and nine star. So there's, there's, it's recent, and there's quite a few reviews on it already. Um, I think part and parcel of that is due to the director Zhang Yimou, um, his popularity, um, in just the, the films he's done before, um, has helped this. It may have helped the Great Wall, which was not a great movie but it was enjoyable like i've I've watched it more than once i think i watched it like three times so it's it's like a it's like a popcorn movie i guess more so than this this was for sure um Mm -hmm. this uh in spite of the many reviews that it does have um i think it's it's more of a niche art house film sort of like with house of flying daggers or hero where people outside of the wuxia fandom i think would have a harder time appreciating it um because the pacing isn't very fast uh and again as the reviewer mentioned there's a lot of um it's a drama with some martial arts in it and it's mostly about the politics like that's that's the large thrust of the center of the film it's not so much about martial arts, and even no. those portions aren't done that well. No, it's it's very stylized. Um, I would say this is, um, what is the 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 golden? Is it golden palace? Dang it! Um, there is a, another film, and I will quickly try to look it up. <laughs> <laughs> because I cannot remember the name of it. Um, While you're doing that, I'll, I'll mention how yes. it's interesting that the main character isn't... He's not actually a martial art master. Uh, he's been trained, but he's actually still quite hopeless. <laughs> he's not... He's, he doesn't have the natural talent. Uh, he basically gets taught a counter technique and i think that's the the concept of the yin and the yang is he gets taught uh, a method of fighting that is the the flowing opposite of the person he's supposed to do to fight the commander of the opposing army he's not actually good at fighting he just has the counter moves to his opponent and i thought that was quite an interesting touch that we're not dealing with a martial arts master we're dealing with someone who's pretending to be a martial arts master did you find out what you're looking for? I did not, so we'll just have to skip it. <laughs> Let's move it on. Moving on. Yeah, I thought that was an interesting concept um, in itself, but it, it meant that it led to not much of a martial art film. <laughs> yeah, well, if 
there's probably slightly less martial arts in this than there was in Hero. There's not a lot in Hero. There's a couple set pieces where they have some good fights, but this this kind of probably has the same amount in it. Although these were generally constrained to like the last, I wouldn't even say half, the last quarter of the film. Mm-hmm. Like there was a couple, like as you mentioned, like little training segments. Two, two training which segments, just, maybe. Which was just angry swordman getting angry yeah. that he wasn't perfect at doing it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I can't. I can't think of any other like specific big, the the big the big it's... giant scenes at the end, but um. And then and the the assassins who go after the swordsman. Uh, I did. I liked their costume designs. Yeah, they were cool. They had cool, but again, like, like it was face, weird face how helmets. they tied, they tied in. Mm. Because it was a lot of it was a lot of there was a lot of politicking going on. Well, yeah, because uh, he was working in the shadows. Everyone thought he was wounded. Yeah, everyone didn't realize he was still yeah. around. And yeah, yeah. So, but the king did. The, uh, <laughs> Yeah, that uh, I did enjoy that. The King of Pei, uh, he's kind of a buffoon. But some of that was him acting as a buffoon to draw out traitors. Like, he was actually fairly smart, but he was playing everything really close because the, the Kingdom of Pei is very small and um, they had basically lost the uh, a war and kind of been put into a sort of stalemate position um uh between themselves and the king and the kingdom of yang with but with, it created it gave him a comfortable he, life like he was happy it, yeah because he he, he, he became it's not even a status quo he was sort of a tributary state is yeah. what it i think boiled down to but he was fine with that as long as they didn't lose what they already had. Mm-hmm. And what what this boils down to is um uh I should have folds back um this thing. So Shadow Jing Jing Zhou, um the fake Ziyu. He is trying to prove that he's not just a stand-in. Mostly to himself, I think. Like, that's his his thing, is he doesn't want to just be a... a not as someone else. Yeah. He wants to be his own man. But to do so, he needs to have better, like feats of valor like he needs to actually win he needs he needs to become better than the man that he's portraying which is tough because the guy that he's portraying is like super good at everything he does so well, he, he's that's the th- go ahead the, that's the kind of the, the theme i got at the especially with the ending is that it's about identity mm. this film mm. like it's about uh, making one's own identity and I guess the psychological damage it does when you're not allowed to be yourself and, and how 
powerful that a sentiment is to be oneself is a huge deal yes and for your one's own sanity <laughs> and it's not even that it's it's everything that hinges on that the um the country needs the existence of commander Diu, regardless because he's his, his he's the last piece of military strength that the country has mm-hmm and because of that, even though Shadow needs to be more than that, he needs to feel like a real person. Uh, in ultimately, he also just needs to exist as Jiu. But it's not yes. his. It's not his decision to make. Yeah. He needs to he needs to be recognized by um, Shalai, Jiu's wife, and uh, yeah, and then at the end when he beats the commander in the kind of the weird situation they're in, the stand that kind of standoff. Yeah, it, it I I thought it was quite meaningful that he covers his face up with a mask, the commander's face. Yeah. And it was as if he was taking away his identity because he has he he put a lot of credit in his power and his authority and who he was, his name he had made for himself as this great commander. Mm-hmm. And it felt like that that sentiment was he was taking his identity away. And it it, it seemed more it's worse than just dying. In his dying moments, he was okay. I now lo- no longer exist. I've been wiped off. My 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 accomplishments are now not mine. That's, that's the kind of motivations I felt stolen, behind that. Sort of. Yes. It's not, it's like not it even was... stolen. It's like subverted. So uh, I think his lines are um, the, I want to say Jiu says something to the effect of the shadow can't exist without uh, something to cast it. Like, like you don't, you don't mean anything unless I'm here. But, then uh Jingzhou turns that on him and says, No, it's it's you that don't mean anything because I am the shadow, I'm already you. Something to that effect. Yeah. I think there was Yeah, he's like, You're now the shadow. Yeah. And and it, it seemed it seemed more like not traumatic, more it just seemed more than just death. No, he erased him. Exactly. Um, and, and that seemed more terrifying in that moment for the commander dying is because not only is he dying, he's, his glory, his, his accomplishments are, done, are wiped. Yeah. And, you know, he, it, uh, uh, we, we, we prefaced this with him for years, months. It's been a long time. It's been, I don't remember the, the amount. It's been some time that he's been injured. It's, yes. a, it's, it's at least half a year, probably longer. Um, that he's been living in seclusion, hiding in the walls, um, just trying to recover from uh, the injuries he sustained in his last battle. Uh, but the entire time, he's secure in the knowledge that he is—he's just recovering himself. He has ambitions. He's going to take over the country. He has things he wants to do. He's. Um, he's not lesser than he was just because he's injured. Yeah, he's focused. He doesn't have the strength, but he's got the. He still has the 
mental capacity and the strategic mind to plan out things. And he yeah. thinks he's winning the whole way along. Yes, he thinks he's a few steps ahead of everything when really he's kind of not. It's, not at it, all. He's, it, no. It, he's, he's actually, yeah, the underdog <laughs> in a weird way. He is, but he's done, He's he's the moves he's made weren't um, in consideration. Like he's acting slightly outside of what the King of Pei wanted. But it's not enough. Because there, because there's other betrayals in the court that have thrown things into disarray. Because the, comman- the, fact- the commander's acting with, like, false information. Like, he doesn't have the whole picture because he's stuck hiding behind the walls. Yes, he's only getting part truce. And the fact is that the king identifies it's the wrong it's not the real commander yeah and the fact is obviously the the concept of shadows must be a thing in the noble kind of realms so it wouldn't be far from it wouldn't be a far stretch for him to kind of pick up on something like that which he does he works it out pretty quickly it seems and And then what was what was the deal with the there was the one of the the court advisors the, he was he moved up so, quite quickly in it. So the main he, the main court advisor, the uh the king's right hand man, um was running a double deal by betraying all the information um within the kingdom of Pei to um Yang Kang. Because he's the one that suggested the sister be Yes. Um, be the concubine right well no originally the sister was supposed to be married to yang kong's son that was the deal but yang kong's son back the the counter offer yeah he's like instead of that how about she just become my concubine that's good enough for for you guys pay is only worth this much it's like a good insult yeah and so the but the king went along with that to try and um, draw out who the he'd obviously he'd already worked out he worked out there the... was a leak and I think he needed to know who it was and he was well, trying was to deal he with, with um, he, he did because he's still playing from a position of weakness yep so he, he kind of he's, his hand is being forced but it's still sort of on his terms and it would have worked out had his sister not gone on the night raid. Cause she just, you know, every, every happened. Well, that there's that too, but that, that was not, (laughs) that was not in his plan. Um, however, it definitely wasn't in his plan that his sister was just going to like go off to try to revenge herself. Yes. Which you think Did he you would have considered <laughs> because she's like very strong willed. Well, yeah. Did you get the impression that she kind of fancied the shadow? Because she yes. seemed to be quite sympathetic towards him. I, th- I think so. Yeah. M- more overtly than um, uh, Shao Ai, his, his um, pretend wife, did. 
publicly. Yeah, because they, they had a, a they had a very cold public relationship. Yes. Which is, I guess, quite common in all of those high stature positions. Very formal it, in public. It it was, but part of that is due to uh, who he was. He isn't actually her husband, so she had to remain like apart slightly because she knew that um, Commander Jiu was literally watching her from the walls. Yeah, that was creepy. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Particularly when it was a little, when it was fancy nighttime and he's, t- <laughs> take, he's taking a peek. <laughs> yeah. He was such a jerk. Like, obviously it's not good what happens in that situation. But at the same time, like he, he was, that's the thing, funny thing with the commander. He he was acting like he was in control and that despite his wounds, he was the smartest guy in the room. But is actually his own, his own arrogance was his, his, his demise. Was, yeah, it was. And he forced his wife to love the shadow. <laughs> like, I know that seems like a weird thing to say because you can't really do that, but she felt she felt sympathy for him she understood his his plight and then and then it, it developed into feelings and and it was it was a weird well and he was, was treating his situation. wife poorly too so yeah the whole the whole thing yeah. is 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 difficult so that's i think the the crux of this film is it's it's we say political machinations but really it's relationships it's the different yep. kind of relationships that ultimately all fell apart because they they ended up souring and shifting kind of the wrong way. Like everybody yep. in here is at fault. Like nobody did the right thing, really. Like it's it's. I don't think anyone was doing the correct thing that they needed to do. They were all emotionally tied up in the wrong places for for the country like if you look at it that way like for the the roles they were supposed to be doing they weren't really doing them yeah and then the the ending i i tried watching a one go um i couldn't and then i went to go finish it the next day and stupid i had it rented on apple thing and it was saying that i wasn't i wasn't authorized to keep watching it which is not true. And I was away from home. And so I had a, but when I got home, I watched it on my iTunes account at, on my computer. And so it was like a two day gap between the first three mm-hmm. quarters and the last quarter. So that ruined the ending a little bit for me. But the ending was just, a, I like what we talked about, like the whole killing of the commander, that seemed quite impactful. But then there was the whole, the way the wife reacted, I found very strange and didn't understand because she seemed to have come to despise and hate her husband. You think that she'd be glad to be rid of this awkward situation. She just can move forward as if life were normal again, finally. But then she seemed to react quite negatively towards the shadow when he took control. And now I'm kind of thinking about it. Is it because... It's because he he murdered her husband. (laughs) He killed her husband. 
Well, no, I get that. But did she really care about him? Like, or was it because now thinking about it, is it because the shadow, she liked the shadow and cared for him because he wasn't like the commander. But when at that final action he took, is it because he became the callous commander that she despised? So he then, he literally became who he was shadowing instead of it it is i think part of that and the other so this okay the movie um the entire film with the exception of the first like 30 seconds and the last 15 seconds is a prologue because what this movie has done is the very opening scene of the movie is the last scene before the credits roll it's the same scene and the the narrator uh, so helpfully informs us that um, Xiao Ai is about to make the most important decision of her life, and here's the story that leads up to it. And we're treated with that decision uh, being left as a mystery, like it's left up to the the viewer's imagination what she does. Uh, what what it boils down to is um, the not only um, is Commander Jiu has he been killed by um, the shadow, but the king of Pei is also dead, killed by the shadow. Uh, well, left left yeah, to die by the shadow. Yeah, <laughs> there's a slight difference. Uh, well, I mean, he stuck him in the side. He's gonna die. Um, oh, that's right. He did, didn't he? Because he was yeah, dying. He, sta- he but stabbed he, him with a dagger. He killed him. He made sure he was gonna die. Okay, fair yeah. enough. No, fair he, enough. Killed, he killed. He killed. But he killed both of them, and then planted the knives in or the swords in each other's hands. So it looks like that they then a, a mysterious was, assassin killed the king. I, w- I would argue that he sped up him dying. I think he was gonna die. He was stabbed through the chest, wasn't he, by the commander? Yeah, right, right through the back of the chest. Yeah. Yeah, so he wasn't going to live that. Probably. He just not. spit it up so there was no one who could say anything. <laughs> yeah. So, because, that, because of there being no other witnesses other than Xiao Ai, uh, he's not a credible person, despite being the commander Jiu. She has no voice uh, in the court effectively well he, he she's fine she's the only corrupt corroborating witness she's the only person that can confirm that yeah. the king was killed by an assassin or that he was um killed by commander Jiu as a coup because the, the the ministers for the thing are all outside in the in the courtyard mm-hmm. he goes out um the shadow goes out into the courtyard and says, the, the king has been killed and it was an assassin that did it. And his fate and the fate of the entire kingdom rests on Xiao Ai's testimony to whether okay. he killed the king or he was correct in saying that an assassin did it. That's, that's her, uh, her unfortunate fate is to control the fate of the kingdom. And particularly the fate of Shadow, because he's either going to be killed or he's going to be basically instated probably as a proxy king. Which is what 
the Commander Geo was trying to do in the first place. So that that's what the movie ends on and starts on is her looking through the the little crack in the door, going uh, because <laughs> she she realizes that it hinges on her testimony, and so she okay. can either rise up alongside her her husband for you know lack of anyone else knowing any better, and basically sort of take over the kingdom, or kind of be relegated to the shadows and he's going to be killed. So his his fate and the the fate of the kingdom is is in her hands and we're not given what she decides to do with that. Because the credits just don't work. (laughs) Yeah, which I kind of like. I guess I don't tie that I, do, I guess I don't catch all the narrator's information at the start of the, the film. I, I had to watch it twice because I, I thought, I was like, this looks really familiar. And so I had to rewind the film and go, like, oh, it's the, it's literally, they're just read, they're like looping the movie. Yeah, because I thought it started with them in court having a chat with the king and then him asking them to play the 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 big instrument. It it does. There's There's just like, 30 seconds of her screaming and running to the door and then peeking and then as she's peeking it tricks you because it like doesn't show you what she's supposed to be looking at and it looks like she's looking on the outside into the throne room and I think because her hair is disheveled you don't realize who she is and then the movie starts yeah it sounds familiar now that you mention it but yeah I kind of didn't pick that I didn't understand because I know you mentioned that in our chats and I kind of like I don't remember how that worked. Um, I thought it was a mimicry, not exact same scene. Is that no, it's, it's, it's that, the exact was, same scene. Yeah, it was a scene that that like was reminiscent of the first scene. But yeah, and I kind of like that. No, it's it's a good um, ending. I like when they don't, you know. It, well, we 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 run across this every time, most of the time. You know, the the film is very common in Chinese cinema, and it's. It's just a cliffhanger, but not but not yeah, one you really need to see resolve. Like it works better if you just let it go. Yeah. Yeah, I still don't know how I feel about the film. I it was it was entertaining enough. Um, the intrigue was there. I was kept hoping that color would then evolve, like into mm. the film as an art style. It just, I just wasn't digging the really monochrome look. It was very striking at times, but it just it didn't do it for me. I was kind of hoping that there would be a point where it would bring on the color for for a, a dramatic moment, but it it, it didn't happen. <laughs> mm. And yeah, no, it definitely stayed black and white the whole time. Yeah, and the big attack like it was kind of weird that there was this big goal that everyone was fighting over the city yeah but it wasn't really the important part <laughs> like it was really it came down to the individual achievements or characters more so than this big city that like the city wasn't actually important in the grand scheme of things and that that's interesting um yeah, no, right, well, because but, yeah. the, the city wasn't the the city was the halfway point. Like whoever controlled the city controlled the whole area. Yep, 
So ultimately, it didn't really matter because they kind of destroyed the city, sort of. Um, and as an incredibly not relevant to this exact moment and the <laughs> in what we're discussing, but that film is Curse of the Golden Flower would be the movie that is entirely courtroom intrigue um, and very colorful with uh, um, also directed by Zhang Yimou, which makes sense. Oh. But it had Chow Yun Fat in it. I, th- I, think I, I think I've seen that. And Gong Li and J. Chow. It's a very good movie, um, but that's that's what this kind of is if you like swap it for like every color in the world and <laughs> yeah, then I think I have seen no that. martial I think arts I got just drama just drama yeah and there's room for that um, so where, where do you fall on this film like where does it sit for you that's tough I I enjoyed it as a movie I enjoyed the fight scenes I enjoyed the costumes and I would probably never watch this movie again. It's a real weird. I don't. I don't get the feeling that it gives me. I'm not sure. I'm like ambivalent about it. I guess. I think you mentioned this where it's kind of the costumes are forget forgetful, but the movie kind of is too, and that's not a good praise of it. Yeah. Well, I think that's what I was kind of referring to with the costumes. All in all, the yeah. whole film is is it was good but yeah it was it was forgettable like i don't remember like it it took me a while to remember that what actually happened and what was the point like as we got going i did but yeah i think the only thing my only takeaway really from this movie is um i want to spin down a hill in a um in a top that's really just two bladed umbrellas because that part was oh, yeah. <laughs> that yeah, part was, was really little, cool. It was it was, cool. It was, it was ridiculous. It was <laughs> really ridiculous. Um, and like throwing, throwing like they were throwing like um, throwing knives out. So I was like, "There's no way you could aim that." They're, they're, <laughs> they're like, spinning. How would they get hit people? anything? I don't think so. But it was cool. And you, and those umbrellas were like full all blade, and you'd lose an arm as soon as you stuck it out. And the underwater scene where they get the like, how does that? How does any of those little bamboo things holding any kind of air in them? How are they doing compressed air? It's just bamboos. They have like bamboo scuba tank, scuba gear. It was oh yeah, really that was weird. quite funny. <laughs> I was but, just trying to think. Yeah, well, bamboo's pretty versatile. Maybe it would work, mm. but not compressed air. Yeah. yeah, how are they like? You enough. can't store air in it. Well, if you can hold your breath for... Well, if there is any air in there, like just normal oxygen, if you can hold your breath for like three minutes and you've got a whole lung's worth of air just sitting inside a container... Mm, yeah, it's, a bunch of pri- it's, a, your... it's a bunch of prisoners. You <laughs> think they trained breath training? I'm, yeah. All right. But anyway, it was an interesting scene. <laughs> yeah, we tried, we tried. Um... I liked, I really liked the costumes, um, particularly the assassin costumes, because it was these, um, these really visceral, like, uh, almost a, uh, like a no mask. Like, it's this angry 
sort of spirit faces that are the big helmets. It just looked really cool. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else that well, well, they, we had. We, we were, we're skipping like. out the entire um, the, the power of the yin and yang fighting style. We got the actual martial art bit in the movie. Um, we did mention it at a start. Yeah, um, we did. Uh, uh, so the um, all of these battles, the, the main battles that are, that are worth anything, are fought on like a ceremonial um, platform. So they what they do is they uh, um, they one on one challenge. You're able to challenge people for political gain like mm-hmm. you can make put stakes down I guess of like hey if whoever wins this can yada yada control something that's what it seemed like and uh, there's a, a very specific battleground over a giant waterfall um, in, the, in the in the city that um, has been erected um, and it's it's a sort of like two men enter one man leaves kind of kind of condition um, and that's that's where ultimately um, uh, Yang Kang and uh, Ji Yu had had fought, where Ji Yu had lost originally and been wounded because um, Yang Kang his the the Yang the Yang family style is um, using this ginormous uh, halberd. It's a uh, um, I forgot the actual name of the weapon. But anyway, it's a, it's a big, big, heavy halberd. And, it's the Black Knight uh, halberd from Dark Souls. Yes, yes, basically. basically, basically. And he and they poison their blade, don't they? Yeah, which is why his <laughs> because, wound won't heal. Because they're they're that tricksy. Like they have a thing that weighs like probably as much as a person. And we just even put poison on it too, just just in case. Uh, and their their family fighting style um, is it's brutal, but it consists of a of fighting patterns that are so powerful that no one can withstand like three moves uh, of of the fighting style. Like they can defeat anybody in like three rounds. Um, and it, and it's the thing the commander's so good that anyone else probably would have been cut in half, whereas he was good enough that he just took a cut. But because of the poison, it meant the cut, the wound won't heal. Yeah. And that's why we're in the situation we're in. Uh, yes. And and then the, as we mentioned earlier, the wife notices what's wrong, and instead of trying to be aggressive or forceful against these strong attacks, she is she introduces a. Uh, I guess a feminine movement yeah, style. You should you should use the feminine fighting style, is what she says. <laughs> the is feminine that, moves. Well, is that what she actually says? I think. But so, yeah, yeah, it's it's more it's more elegant, more flowing, and it's more like I think they describe it as water. Do they, or am I just interpreting that? <laughs> I think they. I think that in... they did. So uh, normally they're using the umbrellas as young against young, so they're. They're forcefully like trying to slice and dice you with these spinny blade umbrellas. Um, 
<laughs> I thought he wasn't using the blade to train to, the, the umbrellas to train to start off with. She was holding it, and it was while they were training, and because of the rain that's happening during the I movie. See. Was she? She she said she. What was he using? She's how about this? Did he also no, I think was, he was just using a staff. Stick. He may have also had a Commander. staff. I think I think maybe they just have spears. Yeah, I think they're just using bamboo sticks, and she was holding and watching. And oh, going back yeah, to the yeah. costume, I'm looking at pictures, and it is you're right. Like the, she's wearing a. It's just a flowing. Looks very kimono ish, but yeah, like a flowing gown, and it has the black ink which looks like flowing water over it, which is very cool, and it makes sense to what happens in the scene. But you don't notice that when you're watching the film for the first time because it's too subtle. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I'm looking at the picture, I'm like, oh, that's really cool because she's just about, I'm watching a picture with her umbrella, and she's just about to suggest what to do. Um, and yeah, so she then shows him how to move. And yeah. it's just basically, it's a deflective. It's very, someone mentioned in the review, Tai Chi, instead of about about blocking you're actually changing the direction of the momentum of your opponent. Yeah, you're like accepting it and like sending the force through. Um, but no, they're they're, they're using the the metal umbrellas. That's that's Pei's weapon. Everyone uses that metal oh, umbrella. It? Yeah. So, so she, she, was... yeah, she she just says stop like blocking things. Because the umbrella can't take it. Okay. I thought he was just using a sword because... I thought, yeah. yeah. He, no, he's he's using the umbrella, but he's using it in a different way. He's, like, aggressive with it. Okay. And it, it can't withstand the crazy huge spear. Or even just a bamboo one. Like, that was still too much. Yeah. Okay, so he was, he, they were starting. But, yeah, she changed how they used it. Mm, and how he was moving, because he's, like... He's like moving very specifically, and then she's kind of it's more like a ballet, like flowy on your toes kind of movements. Yeah, sort of like a be like water. She's or Fred Astaire, (laughs) more of a dance. Yes, um, it's very it's very nice visually. uh, The 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 training sequence, the sequence, um. And then when they do, go ahead. Yeah, well, that's the thing, like it is. But I think what throws it off, and it, it makes sense thematically, is that the commander's such a prick that it just leaves like a sour taste in your mouth. Like you're, it's just really cool. And you're like, oh, this is really cool. But then you're like, man, he's such a jerk. And that's, in the, that's all I left the scene with is just that, man, he's just been a right prick. Like he's trying to, <laughs> to do everything that the commander wants. And he's just being mean to him, like, yeah, and 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 like that's the point of the film, I guess. But it takes away from these individual scenes because that's only the takeaway I get. And it's cool, kind of talking about it because I'm remembering the more detail mm-hmm. of what happened is is enjoyable. Yeah, that's that's one thing. So we get, you know, it's not a it's not a training montage per se, um, but it is it, it is it's a it's a it's put um to you in a position where he's he's the instructor over um the shadow and in contrast with what we generally see in these kind of relationships he's antagonistic just for the sake of being a jerk yeah 
and it doesn't benefit his his replacement. You know, it's it's more than just a master and student because he's training this guy to be him. Like he, he needs to do like a better job of it. Yeah, and and I as I mentioned earlier in this this chat, he our, our shadow doesn't appear to have any natural fighting skill. Like he appears to be very bad at fighting at this point and it but appears that he's been doing it for years training for years yeah it it doesn't show it's really weird because it military like he gets a lot of respect and and a lot of that i think is hinging on the already created respect that the commander has he has like he's commands the respect of everyone in the kingdom like he's a hero and they don't he he hasn't fought since the big battle so no one's seen him be worse And then the fight, the big fight he has against uh, Kang is he really shouldn't win, but because of the counter techniques, he he holds his own against them, but only yes. barely, like only just. Yeah, just barely. well, the other dude's huge for one. He's a he's a big dude, and the and so, yeah. the other guy's not. <laughs> he's a, a very small man, um, and he kind of wins out of luck sort of he's like he ends up cutting the guy's throat with one of the bent umbrella bits but uh i mean it was a good fight it's a good interesting one and and he and he wasn't supposed to win all he's doing is um keeping yang kong busy while the city's being over the city yeah Mm -hmm. yeah taking the city he was there basically as a distraction because mm-hmm. he didn't think he would be able to win. Yeah, he just wanted he wanted a chance. He needed to last a, you know a certain amount of time. Really, he was just supposed to last three rounds, and they end up fighting for real longer because he did, he's trying to just buy time. Mm. He's scrappy. He's scrappy. He was, and he and got and he got done. He his... got done so dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Who was it that killed his mum? Because that was that, that was his motivation. Like that's the thing. He had a good motivation. He wanted to re- re- regain his own identity and return to be with his mother, who lived in the city. Yeah. He wins. And he goes back to his mother's home. Yeah. Gu Gu killed his mother. Not personally, but he sent people to go take care of the problem because the he, the commander. Yeah, had everything set for him to resume his command. Mm. His goal was to get rid of the king, and he needed the shadow to not be there anymore because there well, there can't be two commander GUs. There can only be one. So he needed to yeah, clean up any evidence. his mess. Yes, yeah. basically. Okay, okay. That yeah. was what happened as far as I can tell. It's because they were very reminiscent of the assassin sent for... Um, for the commander himself. Yeah, they're the they're the, the king, king, they're, they're the him. king's assassins, but the king did not kill um his mother. The king okay. sent the other assassin. The, the there's a dude that shows up that kills the assassins and says, "Hey, do you want to go back home?" Meaning, meaning to to pay. Because the king realized that he was not actually the commander. Yeah. 
That's right. But he didn't think he was going to kill him. <laughs> I don't think that that's that's the part where they, the king was a little bit overzealous in his thinking he was ahead of everybody. Yeah, he thought he got, he had got the shadow on his side. <laughs> yeah, and that wasn't the case. Yeah. So it was it was all it's very convoluted. There's a lot of things going on, and it, and the thing is, a lot of it happens in a very short. Uh, for as long as the movie is, um, we don't see a lot of this subterfuge until like the last few minutes. It's kind of like revealed yes. at the end that everyone was just like backstabbing everybody. Yeah, and the the way I take it is the shadow. He basically he became the commander. Like he took his. That's why he became more aggressive, and he he wanted the power now because he had fought for his own. He had no other personal goals now. So he no, his, his mother was killed. Over. He lost everything else. All he had was so, his position. That was that was him. Yeah, and so he he became the yeah the commander. Yeah, because so, if that he didn't regard, have that, he was just nothing. Yeah. yeah, and then he gave nothing to the commander, the original. Yeah, all in all, it's, it is very interesting. It is done well, but I think, I think, I think it probably lost in translation i know it's not a great excuse but i think as a, a chinese native language speaker would probably get more from the dialogue than we would with subtitles i believe it's possible i i felt that i understood the majority of it. i don't think i was confused at any points but uh it even i had to rewind the film to the beginning to like that wasn't telegraphed very well okay like because the movie is two hours long you forget like something that was <laughs> yeah. 30 seconds long in the very beginning um that it, it, it wrapped back around yep so it's an interest it's 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 something that makes the movie need to have more than one viewing to get like the i think the nuances like, I think there's things maybe we even missed because we didn't watch it more than once, but uh, it doesn't even the fact really... that you're reading subtitles. Yeah, you, you can't, we can't usually. watch like every second. If I'm reading, I read quickly, but it's not fast enough as opposed to understanding Chinese and like just being able to look Absorb at everything in, in the, that's yeah. going on. So, yeah, I, I do agree with that part of it. It, you do yeah. lose a little bit because your concentration isn't really fully on the movie. It's divided between the film and, and reading. Yep. Cool, cool. So what's your rating for this one? Mm. I'll have to give it a six. It's interesting because um, I'm thinking around that. But at the same time, I do really like the elements of the film. Like, I really like the story and the the character behind the film. But I, I yeah, just, I, I'd want to like really split the rating between like <laughs> themes, design, costumes, like that aspect of the film. I would rate higher, but my yes. enjoyment of it, I have to put a little bit lower because it seems to be missing something that I can't. I can't quantify. I don't know what it's missing. I just know that I I'm not satisfied 
with the film as a whole enough to try to watch it again. And I yep. I don't want to go, hey, I don't want to watch this again. <laughs> that's I feel like that's rude, but like that's just kind of how it is. Like I wouldn't watch this again. I, I would watch it if someone paid me or something, but I'm not just going to go watch it because it's <laughs> I'm not going to watch it cuz it's fun, you know. Yeah, I I I kind of mirror your sentiments. It's kind of how yeah. I feel. Whereas like um, with I, I would even go watch Curse of the Golden Flower again. Mostly because I'm curious cuz I haven't seen it. I'm like over 10 years but uh <laughs> hero i would yeah, watch yeah. again because i love that one that's just a good it's a solid film yeah i agree um yeah kiss of the golden flower i have it i have that yeah it is i got it with a it's funny it's been a long time since i've seen that as well but yeah I, yeah i mirror your sentiments um like it was i remember thinking it was scene by scene they were quite intense and quite powerful but as a whole it's just missing that x factor that kind of binds it together yeah there's just some, something that's it's just not it's it's just missing something and maybe that thing is more action because because it has action in it and i don't need to have that to make an enjoyable movie but it felt like there's kind of teasing you with that so you need to either the, the the ratio between melodrama and action is a little skewed. Hmm. Like there would have need to be either more punch in the action scenes or just like less of them and give me a bit more better explanation for the characters. Yeah. Like the the balance like is off. Of- I think the balance was off. Yeah. That's fair. And I think just the, for me, the there was this world that existed around the film but it wasn't it's very it um isolated yeah like it, it felt like we're in this little bubble and it didn't mm-hmm. quite make sense um i did like the elements of how there was this this rain and there was that was there like a prophecy or something it's talking about how something would happen at the end of three th- three days of rain if it rained for three days or whatever it was seven days uh, <laughs> maybe I, I don't remember um there, there, there was could have been there was someone read some there's there someone who did some for- fortune telling at some mm-hmm. point and i said if it read if it rained for five days straight whatever the time was that the kingdom would fall um i'm pretty sure that was this film <laughs> I, and and I, that I the whole you. concept <laughs> that it rained the whole time and the waters were rising was all all interesting but it didn't really wasn't needed and like as i say there's lots of elements that just didn't bind together yeah well it's it's an isolated like it's these kingdoms are up in up in the mountains like somewhere and it's a nice sentiment like it's a very it's a very cinematic or poetic setting but it feels like because they did it that way it's not real like it's missing a place in a world mm. like i don't feel like this is a real setting like that that, that was the issue maybe that, that that may have been part of what i didn't agree with which and i don't have any problem with like fantastic settings i love that kind of thing but this is too divorced of like there might have just well has been a wall of mist around it and you can't you know, you can't go beyond this and there's nothing past that. It's like, so why are they yeah. fighting over like a little city? What does it matter? Yeah. yeah. Unlike the rivers, rivers, there's no depth um, to this world. Yeah. 
Like there's that's really what it is. I didn't um, I didn't get the sense of it being a kingdom versus mm, like yeah, no. it's uh, a palace and a kind of a city that's on a platform and then maybe another palace. Like that that's the extent of it. Like the kingdom of Pei where? In the mountains? There's nothing there. There's like yeah. you got a little house. <laughs> it's a little house. So let's come some dudes in it. So I yeah. that may have been part of what was bothering me. Yep. That's fair. Um It's a tough one. And I, I it's worth watching once. Like I can't I'm not gonna like not recommend it. I, I enjoyed it enough to say hey give it a shot um visually it's it's pretty stunning there's there's some really good cinematography and i like the costumes and stuff but it's there's not enough to do like a secondary like analysis of it and it's not it's not it's not very fun i think is also the problem yeah, and I think yeah that you're right. It's not that fun because you feel sorry for your the shadow, the main character throughout the film because he is he's been abused. Yeah, it's a very he's dour. It's a dour setting. Everything's raining. Everyone's clothes look like their ink. The ink is running on it, which it's, it's interesting visually, but it it doesn't put it. It's framed so weirdly. And I think that's what bothered me about the one, um, the the bad review saying, oh, yeah, they're laughing at this and that. I'm like, why? Like, there's, yeah, nothing, there's nothing funny about this movie. But, yeah, like, well, you feel sorry throughout for him throughout the film. But then at the end, he kind of becomes villainous. He's, he becomes the villain to some extent. And so he, it's just, like, he just murdered his king and his his mentor. And I don't blame him for necessarily killing his mentor because his mentor or, or the king. I mean, like, like nothing was in a good. Like that's 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 I think part and parcel of it is everyone's doing the wrong thing for the wrong. Like no one's no one's good. Everyone's exactly. I mean, you're definitely everything is shades of gray in this movie because that's what they did visually and that's what they did emotionally with all the people. So you, there's you're left with like nothing to root for. And what to be honest, the only good character that I actually kind of saw as a good person, I think about it, was the sister, and she she dies. She 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 didn't make it. And I thought yeah. the wife the uh, wife was pretty good character too, because you see exactly kind of why she acts the way she acts. Like she, her her stuff is justifiable to a point. Like like you you get yeah. why she's doing it. Everyone yeah, else I mean, was I, just kind of crazy. I I didn't understand or relate to how she reacted at the end. I think that's what's throwing me so much for the film. Is um, I know we talked about that, and uh, I understand, but also yeah. don't understand because yeah, that that's more cult, that's more cultural than than any anything else. I think. Yeah, I guess you see a lot of films where um, there's. The, the hero gets the girl and it's sometimes taken away from the bad guy. <laughs> and and that's what it seemed like it was doing, like that trope. Like, But then the way she reacted just seemed to not what I was expecting. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. Just everything. It was, it was a negative emotional movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not, it's like, it's just, it's emotionally draining a little bit because it's not happy really for anybody. You're not left with anyone to root for. 
the couple people that you were like, yeah, this is a good character, and then they die. Like I, re- I well, really, I liked yeah. the um, uh, sub commander, the one that got like injured on his head. Yep, like, he was good. I liked his character. Did uh, uh, he may have been one of the few aside from like the sister that like was doing the right thing. Yes, he was just yeah doing his best to fight for his kingdom. Yeah. yeah, even if it meant he got like shot by the the king. Yeah. So yeah, there, there's cool, stuff. Actually, there's stuff like there's stuff to like about the movie, but the rest of it, I think it's outweighed by like the emotional burden. I think that's presented <laughs> upon you by the rest of it. Yeah, yeah. It's a, this was a tough one, um, but I would I would agree it's worth a watch. But I think you need to go into it expecting um, that that it's a heavy <laughs> watch. That it's yeah. a heavy watch. Yeah. yeah, this isn't this isn't a popcorn movie. Um, I was trying to think. We saw something else that was oh, uh, I I want to compare this slightly to Swordmaster. But on mm-hmm. that note, Swordmaster was way better. Like it was a, it's not the budget wasn't like the budget for this is obviously very high. Swordmaster wasn't as high of a budget movie, but it had more heart to it. I think. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, yeah, because this visually looked better than Swordmaster from what I remember. And I liked all but the yeah. char- I think there was more likable characters, and that has a lot to do with enjoyment of a film. If you can't like empathize or root for somebody in this, you're just like everyone probably should just die. <laughs> like it's a bad, <laughs> it's a bad thing. But like, the, you just need to reset these kingdoms. Just don't need to be there. Like, there's no, there's no positive thing going. Like, well, if this guy does become king, it'll be great for the kingdom. Well, probably not, because the, <laughs> the ministers were all very selfish, and I don't think they were doing anything well, and I don't see any other... There's no commoners. Who else is in this kingdom? It's just these ministers. <laughs> exactly. So that that's the problem with not showing, like, a larger actual kingdom. You're giving, like, just the palace intrigue, so the kingdom, as to the audience, only exists as the palace, and everyone there's kind of a jerk, so... Why do I care yeah, if we, they exist? And that's, I guess that's going back to the hero and comparing it is they are very similar. There is little action and a lot of talking, a lot of explaining situations. But with hero, we, there's a reason and we can see the motivation for wanting to like to one kill, to, to, kill the king. There, to kill the king <laughs> or to change his mind. Yes. And he, he and he, yes, and he, and he succeeds because he, he lets the king know that the people are unhappy with how things are being run and there needs to be change. But and, if you change, then the kingdom will flourish. And he trusted that he he has accomplished his mission was accomplished, and he he was willing to die. Yeah, for that um, in that discourse. But we also understood the suffering of the people and we understood that there was a kingdom involved. Whereas, yeah, as you say, there mm. was, there's no depth to this kingdom. We didn't see the depth of this kingdom. We didn't see the effects of this, these decisions that were made on this higher 
arrogant level we only saw the arrogant people and even the commander like why did he want to take over from the king what did the king do to him he was his motivation was that he wasn't as good a fighter as he his arrogance thought he was and he lost and he wants and that that seemed his only motivation um and that doesn't cut it really like for a good character well i think he he does talk about that he is his fighting prowess lost against yang kong but his military prowess was solid like he had the backing of the military because he was good at that part of it uh the king himself has had years of capitulation the second they lost he hasn't tried he's maintaining the status quo of like the underdogs like the losers and but that, he he's but he says that uh the kingdom can flourish again with a strong leader that's willing to try to use the military to win because yeah, it wasn't such an arrogant. Oh, oh, yeah, like no, it. no, it is for sure. Um, and because... that's that's putting people's lives at risk. Like I, yeah. I'm on Pi's side. <laughs> he's, like he's, why he's risk people's the whole, lives? He's putting the whole kingdom at risk. Everything um, because he thinks he can do it better than the 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 king that's not willing to try to fight for the kingdom. And uh, he has a point as far as the king is not trying to, but but is that the case? Does he need to? Well, no, is, is that the case? <laughs> because I, the king was playing a long game and trying yeah. to manipulate stuff in order to win back power for his kingdom. Yeah. He just appeared weak in front of everyone to lull them into a false sense of security, but that didn't plan, pan out well for him. Again, uh, the the whole everyone was doing the wrong things for the wrong reasons. That's that's the that's the takeaway from this film. Um, yep, and again, that, and that's the the complete opposite in Hero is that they're literally fighting to make the world better. Yes. Um. Yeah. Cool. I think that wraps us up though, Dave. I think we've, I think we've so. talked this yes. one out. <laughs> I, I, I've got nothing left. <laughs> we've talked this this yin and yang and backwards and forwards, left and right, up and down. Any final thoughts? No? No, I, I think I've said um, everything I wanted to. We gave it a little rating. Um, yeah, I mean, go go watch the film. It's It's worth at least visually a watch. Like, like the, oh, and, and the acting. The acting is phenomenal. Like, everyone does a really, really good job of being jerks. <laughs> like, they're, they're not likable characters, but they do a good job not being likable characters. So, I, I can see why this movie would get awards and, and it, it, it deserves some acclaim. Um, it's not a bad film. It's just a bad setting yeah it, it's missing it, the x factor yeah it needed That's... more more of something um which is too bad i was really hoping it would be more than the sum of its parts but I, I don't i don't think in this case that it was yeah yeah all right yeah i think that will wrap us up do we what are we do we have some for next time I'm trying to think Oh, there's plenty I, out there. We'll find something. We'll find something. <laughs> yeah. It's it's gotta be getting closer to the wickening sometime soon. Oh wickening. yeah. 
it's out it's out to rent mm-hmm, mm-hmm. some gun flu yep three films of john wick shenanigans nice and potentially our first and only guest <laughs> maybe we have on the show oh yeah that's right uh, yeah, yeah. Nice. yeah we'll see how that goes uh yep so we'll uh we'll wrap this up let y'all go and we'll see you in hopefully more than two months time um stuff stuff <laughs> happens holidays are gonna creep up on us real fast so we'll we'll see but we're we're always around um vader where can folks find you on the interwebs uh, vadervanodin.com has links to everything that i get up to excellent excellent and you can find me on twitter at sentinut underscore plus that's that's pretty much it um yeah so if you have other suggestions for fun cult martial arts classics uh we'll take them because we'll just watch whatever apparently <laughs> as evidenced by us trying to watch this shadow film um uh, yeah uh if, if things are more like niche that's great too uh just keep in mind we're trying to be able to find movies that we can watch from across the world they need to be available um in both new zealand and well i can pretty much get hold of almost anything so just throw them at us we like recommendations cool yep yep that's us we will be back at you next time for something else something new and something kung fu and i don't know how i remembered the catchphrase but i did (laughs) well done all right bye-bye y'all see you later